is now time for a very flight attendant edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service to tell you which games to pass to your friends and which games to just break the gravity controller and just float on by. I am your captain speaking, Corey. I am joined by the lead, uh, what do I want to say here? Customer experience liaison, Basher. Good day, sirs. That's all you got? You don't? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a flight attendant. I, I, my, my favorite flight attendants are the ones that don't talk to me. See, I don't, that's one of those situations where, like, I feel like I don't want them to talk to me, but then, like, when they come around the little carts, it, it makes an inter- interaction awkward because you don't know which way. Are they going to go left or right? This first? Is why just, are they going to go inside so or outside? Just don't talk to me. Just, just hand me the thing or don't. Like, I'm okay. That's but then right. they ask you, like, would you, would you like a sprite? Would you like a coat? I'm here, just, so just give me the sprite or the coat. Like, it's just like, why are we, why are we having a conversation? Like, it's how's thing. it 2023? Why can't I just like press the right. button of what right. I want? Like, what are we, what are we doing? Space lines from the far out. That's what we're here to talk about today. But before that, did you know you can rate us on your favorite podcast service? Just look up Game Pass or Pass and leave us a review. They help out. More people can talk about space lines from the far out. More people can talk about Need for Speed Unbound. More people can talk about Hi-Fi Rush. I just looked at my list really quick. It's a good game. We played that game. We like it. Do it. Do it now. I'll wait. 574-651-9256 if you also would like to write us, let us know what you think about the show. Space Lines from the far out. Here are the details for this game. I also realized in the last episode, I was so like over it. Like I didn't go into any of the details of like who made the game, but you probably know who makes Need for Speed at this point, right? <laughs> who, who, nah, I have no clue who makes Need for Speed or like who, Mass Effect. Who was the person that was that was listening that was just like, what the hell is Need for Speed? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what this is. This game is developed by Coffee Knots. Never, never heard of them. Available on Xbox One, PC, Xbox Series X and S. Uh, I played on PC and you played on Xbox, correct? Yes, because that's all I have still. Oh, that's Thanks right. Thanks for rubbing Oops, it awkward. in again and again and Sorry. again. Sorry. Uh, it does have uh, crossplay, obviously. Um, it does have Series X and S support, but what I'll say is it's not that great. Um, the game looks okay, but it does run at 30 frames on Series X and S, which it doesn't need to. It's not a demanding game at all. Um, that's one reason I hopped over to the PC. And while the crossplay did work, we did have a little bit of connection issues. Um, every once in a while, it would kind of need to do a sync. And it's not long. It's like two to three seconds, if even that. But it was definitely... It only did that when we were on crossplay on PC. When we were on console, we didn't have that issue. Um, but so nothing game-breaking, but just know that. So uh, Let's see. does have achievements, obviously. That goes back and forth. Uh, so how long to beat? Says the main story is four hours. No, it's not. It's not. Somebody. Okay. No. Do we suck that hard or are they lying? They're lying. They're absolutely lying. I I refuse to believe we are this bad together at a video game. Like, no. Right. So what I'll say is on how long to beat, it has a total of five pulled. (laughs) So not a lot of people are playing this game, but we'll, we'll see if that's a good or a bad thing here. 
Co-op Retro Futuristic Space Airlines. Space Lines from the Faro is a roguelike co-op management game about airlines in space, featuring unlockable spaceships, upgrades, characters, and customizations, randomly generated challenges, trips, and itineraries, with a generous serving of 60 space flair and jazz. Never fly the same trip twice with our Mighty Trip Generator, a system that constructs fresh campaigns from unique sets of routes, destinations, space hazards, ship emergencies, and passenger events. Alongside it, our game balancing game director AI monitors player progress and, perf and performance through trips and dynamically controls the game events in real time, allowing for a seamless transition from single to multiplayer. Um, this actually has a much longer description here, so I'm just going to finish it out by saying Space Lines from the Far Out is a procedure generated co-op adventure where you and your friends and the crew of an intergalactic travel company, it's your job to get your passengers to, to their location safely, hap happily, and hopefully with as little, little vomiting as possible. Space Lines from the Far Out. Let's talk about it. This game is hard. This is one of the hardest games I've played in my entire life. This is... Uh... What, I, <laughs> what I will say is I did not know about this game director AI thing. It now makes sense because like there was times like we're like, all right, we got this, we got this, and then we don't got this. <laughs> like We were totally fine, and then all of a sudden it just all goes to hell. And... I enjoyed that aspect of it, but also it was always just like, like, did we really screw up that bad? So let's set this up a little bit. Um, have you, Basher? What? Have you ever played Overcooked? We've played Overcooked together. What if I told you you could do that in space? What? I think I'd die because I can't breathe in space. Oh. Well, in this game, you can. This is Overcooked in space, right? Um, it's not all about cooking, but it's about the customer satisfaction. It's about balancing tasks it's about spinning plates you know stuff like that so you got one to four players you hop on a spaceship and you try to you try to get to the end and so during that time you got to feed people you've got to pick people up you are in control of the ship you've got a radar that you have to in real time sort of use so you, it's got like a, a cooldown on it and you press the button and it shoots out like a wave so you can see what's coming up in front of you sometimes there'll be Asteroids, or sometimes there'll be giant asteroids, or there'll be asteroid fields, or there'll be comets. That you or can't dodge because you're a terrible driver. <laughs> look, look. Sometimes those comets, they're rough. Okay, they are extremely rough. Um, and sometimes your ship doesn't have a bathroom on it because why would it? And you have fuel, and fuel became a problem for us. <laughs> and it's got all those aspects of all, you know everything you kind of want in these sort of light management sims that's got that creates some chaos. So that's kind of the basics of it. Um, we actually played this. God, it had been like a year ago now, right? Of we tried it out and we really enjoyed it, but we just never got back to it. But we did, but we didn't play it enough that we uh, felt we could talk about it. But the second time we played it, we probably put a good four to five hours in it. Um, and this game is rough, man. For me, I think I didn't want to talk about it because I was so bad at it. And, like I, I was enjoying my time the first the first run, but I just felt I was so bad at it. I'm like, let's play this again and get good at it, and then then we could talk about it. And then we play it again and was still not good at it. It's I don't know what it is about this game in particular. I mean, because you you and I can, can get pretty pretty do pretty well some over overcooked but yeah I, but i sure. think that it's just a more simple to grasp game in general um even though it gets very hectic like the gameplay loop it gets very com uh complex but the 
actual what you're doing is never really that crazy. I don't think it, it, it can be like once you. So I think the main difference is, is that that game has a very uh, linear path of you start out doing right. stuff easy, but then they throw they throw curveballs at you. And you can sort of figure it out. This is more procedurally generated. It's run based, so when you fail, like it, it can be catastrophic kind it, of thing. It, it, and it all, it's always catastrophic. <laughs> like it is, it is rough out there in space. Uh, and the challenge is, I think, brings a lot of the fun factor for me because we're not completing this run the first time, the second time, or even the third time. We have not completed a, a whole run yet and for me that's the character on the end of the stick because that's that's going to keep me going because i want to see what i'm doing wrong what i can do better because at the end of each uh not run but each checkpoint we're not even getting we're struggling to get three out of five stars so we we definitely got better though oh much better the first yeah, like the, the first couple of times, I th- I think the key that we were missing was honestly feeding people. And it's because I think so the passengers will kind of be on your ship. And depending on what ship you have, they have seats and sometimes they don't have seats. They don't have seats, then they're kind of in your way. Um, but so each ship has kind of its drawback. So bathrooms are not on every ship. So if you run into a situation where people have to use the bathroom, you have to pull over and go to the bathroom. But also if you get the one with the bathroom, you've got to clean it. So like. There's all of these little micromanaging aspects of it that are fun, um, but you have to sort of pick your poison. But we were kind of waiting until people were hungry and then feeding them. And it seems like that that helped us immensely because it seems like once they ask that they're hungry, it's almost too late kind of thing. Um, but by the end there, we were getting like two to three stars. So you start out with no stars and every star you go up, you basically you can charge more for your ticket, which means you get more money and then... Not every space station has it, but at, at every checkpoint after you do a, a run, base, or not a, what do you want to call it, I guess, a level, um, sometimes there'll be, hey, you can go to the store and upgrade your ship. Or there's the bank, so that way, that's kind of your way that you can take some of your stuff forward. You can get insurance, and you can bank your money. Or there's the, the custodials, or the, the gas station, you know, stuff like that. So, like, there's, there's, there's aspects to managing that... Um, you do need to kind of look ahead. You need to look at your path of where you're going. I'm like, okay, like here, like if we, if we go this way, we're going to have to get gas out in the field and if we have to get gas out in the field. It's more expensive a, but it's not guaranteed to where the gas station will be. Uh, so if we go this way, we got to know about that. But if we go this way, like maybe it's a longer trip, but there's a guaranteed gas station at the end of it. And you know, that, that can be the difference between making or breaking it kind of thing. Uh, so once we like stopped just, just playing and actually thinking about it a little bit, I think we did a lot better, but every time, like we feel like we're doing good. And then it's just that one level, just all of a sudden it's just like, what happened? <laughs> like we, I don't even, what happened? <laughs> Things go to heck real quick in this game. And I, that that's the magic for me. It's, you could be doing so well, you could be running a, a well-oiled machine. And then by the, by the end of that level, you're like, wait, we only got, three quarters of a star like what did we do wrong but then there's sometimes where you, know, you listen to all the obstacles there but like w- one of my favorites is the um the inspector he'll stay on your ship the entire time he's a guaranteed star if your ship makes it there with no messes no cleans no breaks in machinery guaranteed full star the problem is 
making sure your ship has no issues with the passengers or the machinery and everything breaks all the time. So you have to get upgraded equipment at some point. But what's the point of getting upgraded equipment if if your ship's going to break down and you got to start all the way over? So you have to get upgraded equipment, which runs about four to eight hundred dollars, I guess, maybe more. Uh, that means you need to get insurance on your ship too, which is six hundred. Right, and, and the the other thing is is that if the inspector finds anything, it's an instant fail. Instant fail. Um, like yeah. So that's that's the other aspect of he's he's extremely generous if. If you're good, but if you're not, um, he's not so nice. There's so, so many aspects that are working against you, but this, but Space Lines has figured out how to do that in a way where it's very fun and enjoyable. We did, I forgot the name of the runner we did. Um, it was like a dungeon crawler, dungeon crawler runner type of thing, and a, a, lot, a lot of these games have aspects where they're working against you like a bunch of random stuff will will end your run and for me personally it sucks because it's something i could have done there i couldn't prepare myself like this is just completely random this is completely out of my control this sucks i never had a chance space lines you always have a chance to make it there you always have a chance to succeed how you screw up is usually how you screw up, and that's why that's something else I really like about this game. Yeah, it definitely isn't. It's not perfect. Uh, that I wish it did give you a little bit more feedback of like, yo, you're doing this wrong, especially at the beginning, and and maybe we're just idiots, and we just couldn't you know figure it out kind of thing. But I felt like we were doing okay. And then it's like we get to the thing and it's just like customers weren't happy. And it's like, well, why? <laughs> like, like, I thought that it seemed okay because you can also dance and like keep them happy. And they, they'll, they'll, they'll do certain things that, that you like and then you can pull over. And it's just like there's all these little aspects, but it, it doesn't teach you how to play very well. Granted, it could have just been we were just not thinking about it correctly. So is that the game's fault? I don't know. Um, but that's the thing that comes to mind of a, a quote issue about it, but it's not even really an issue. So the other aspect of it was, um, the, the, it seems like this AI director can also like be a jerk and there'll be times where we're five or six levels in. And I don't, I have no idea how many stops there are because we've, we've definitely gone where we've been at near like 10 stops and it still seemed like there was quite a bit of ways to go. So I'm wondering how many. I wonder if the number of stops is is uh, the same every time, or if it you know if it's procedurally. Gen- I'm sure that the the path is procedurally generated, but is the number of stops. So I'd be curious to know that. But we there's there's times where we don't really nothing's going wrong with the ship because there is like a wrench aspect to where like your you know your radar or something like that might start smoking or your steering wheel might start smoking. You got to run and grab this wrench and fix it really quick, and, and uh, you know it's not hard to do, but. All of a sudden, like, everything will just start breaking, like, out of nowhere on one particular run, and that's never been an issue before. And I think those are the moments where we get sort of, I don't want to say discombobbled, but we're not used to seeing it. So then we, you know, it, it's a new aspect of that chaos that you can't really maintain because you've never seen it before, and then you fail, and then you don't really get to... to experience that again to sort of get good at it if that makes sense and i think that's simply because 
when we, we when we started figuring it out, it seemed like this AI director was like, okay, well, here you go. Like, <laughs> you think you're doing well? Not anymore. And I like that aspect, but it can be a little frustrating because it would be nice if we could get insurance faster or cheaper, if there's a way to kind of, I don't want to say keep going, but learn the game a little bit faster, I think I would enjoy it more. But again, according to according to Beat, we just suck. So, Noah, and I'm happy to suck in this game. You know, like it, it, it keeps it keeps you going because if the game itself is actually a four hour run, then we would have beat this in four hours and called it a day. Instead, we right. played four hours in one day, and we got halfway through, and we called that a success. Uh, the ability to pick and choose your routes, to plan ahead, that 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 adds so much to the level of complexity in a good way for me. That this this is one game I can just pick up and play almost each and every each and every time. Like just hey, do, do you want to go for for a run or two? And then it's four hours later. This is one of those games for me, and the way I I really just need to see these bigger and better ships because that will make all the difference. That well, and it it seems like they just have more things on them. Like I'm sure the medium ship has probably seats and a toilet, you know, or something like that. Or crazy when you think about it, (laughs) right? But how many? But how many people can you fit on that ship? Like, cause I, th- I think on the small ships, the cap is 12. Right. I don't, I don't think it ever got larger than that, but, um, I, I do find it crazy that we never even found the blueprint for like a medium ship. Like, what do you have to do? Like, do you have to beat the game to get the blueprint? Absolutely not. We have to find, we have to find it. It's out there in space, man. I guess. I don't, I don't know. So, but then is the magic going to be over if we ever finish a run? That's where, so, so that's where my thinking was because I like the challenge so much that completing a run and having like do you get that good ship on that on that one run you know what I'm saying like or do you get the good ship right. on the on a second run second completion well, and I wonder if if you complete it, what's what's the reason to keep going? I guess right, um, and that, that's that's always kind of the you know that's where the magic of Hades is that when you complete the game, you you want to complete it again. That was I don't know how Supergiant figured that out, but that was the key to they that game. Out right, everything. This, <laughs> but, yeah. Remember, Hades Two is a thing. Um, when that comes out, I. That's the one. Like, do we wait for? It's going to be an early access thing. I think. I, I think I just got to wait for one right? Like, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not doing any know. betas for that one. I don't need to. It's going to be great. Yeah. So I, yeah, we'll see. Anyways, um, and I don't say like that's my concern with this game because that's not even fair to to really bring up a concern because we we haven't done it. Um, but we played enough of it that we felt like we need to talk about it. And it's for this game is only fifteen bucks, and like we've gotten at at this point at least seven to eight hours of enjoyment out of it, and we want to keep playing it. Um, this is one that even though we want to move on to new stuff, but like, I'm like, nah, like I, I, I want to finish this game. I want to see what happens at the end. I at the very least want to get to the end of one run and just, and just be like, okay, we did it. Like I did the thing and the AI director and the stupid inspector ain't got nothing on me. And it's weird. I don't want to say it's weird, but I'm, I'm surprised at how fast time goes playing this game, but also how it's not even really addicting. It's just kind of like. 
it's chill enough that you can what's the word I want to say? You need to take it seriously, but I'm not like sweating. Right, exactly. No, like, no. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like compared to Overclock, like I start to like get the the the, the, the jitters. You get frustrated, like like the like what, right, come like, on, yeah. like, like 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 just start getting like that jittery frustration, and that's not a bad thing. It's what the game intends to do. Space Lines does that in a way without that, like 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 the like the frustration is almost inner, you know. It's uh and. And the decisions you make with your crew are just different. You know, it's 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 different from me saying, "Hey, I need hamburger patty and lettuce, chop chop, let's go," as opposed to right. us sitting in a gas station. Like, please don't buy all the gas. We don't need all <laughs> the gas. And it's like, yes, we do. And then we run out, of, <laughs> and then we run out of gas. Okay, you were not gas. Because you didn't get enough gas last time. I don't know why you did not get enough gas last time. There was that one time where, look, I we were literally at the station. And we didn't make I it. I could see and the station, and I was like, "Are you kidding get me?" All the gas. Like, I just, it's the mate the the cooperative play in this game is so unique uh, that it just creates for its own fun in, in its own right. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I'd, I'd be curious that I want to see how how it is with more players because where Overco- Overcooked was very good at directing you when you had more players, it was smart, smartly designed in how it sort of screwed with you. I'd be interested to see if this one is harder, easier with more players. I have a feeling it'd probably be it has easier. to be easier. Um, I'm, I'm putting on an official yeah. call for crew members. <laughs> like help is desperately needed. I don't, I don't know. How the two of us cannot make a full run yet? I, I don't. Other Corey might be a good candidate. This is true. Um, is that maybe we get? Maybe we need to call her up. But yeah, no. So like that. Those are the, those are the things that I'm I'm curious about. But yeah, it's like you said with Overcooked. It's just like I I don't want to say I lost friendships over that game, but like I had to take a break from that game at one point of just like. But because you know why? In my opinion, that game is so simple. In its core function, that when you fuck up, it's it's such a I I just asked for the burger bun. Like, how did you not give me the burger bun? Whereas like right. space lines, we're all doing these. It's almost like Among Us in a way. Whereas like we're all doing separate tasks to, that lead toward the one greater good. And any discussions you're having is. How much gas should we get? Should we stop here? Let's stop and think about right. this. Actually, we can't stop and think about this because we're burning gas. So let's just keep going and figure out figure out the best solution. Well, and, and even though we have a common goal in Overcooked, like we're all doing the same tasks in in Space Line. Like we like so a little bit of part of the management aspect is is power. So it's like to 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 be able to turn on the 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 uh, the phone, which is what you have to use to dock. Basically, you have to until you upgrade your ship. You've got to power down something else kind of thing. And so, like, we never really had the discussion about, like, well, when do we power down? You know, it's just like, no, we just do it. Like, we know what it needs to be done. And if I see you're not doing it, I'll go do it. Whereas Overcooked is like, yeah, okay, you're in charge of this. You know, I want you to do this. And this is more, I guess we could do it that way. But I actually feel like it would be detrimental because 
the the customer aspect sort of does throw a curveball into things. There was also times where like you're cooking food and I'm I'm cooking food, and there were times like I would start cooking food and then just walk away. You know, it's just like it it was very easy to be like we all have the same goals in mind, and it's not like we're overcooked. Whereas sometimes the the uh, the level design will kind of put you in in silos of okay, like you literally can only do this one right. thing. This is this is a shared space, so it's like even though I put the burger on it, maybe you're not ready or paying attention. You can still understand what's going on, and I'm not really screwing you in any way. Where as an overcooked, you kind of can. It's just like okay, like I need this, I need the lettuce, and you throw the lettuce, and it falls down, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're like okay, well I can't put this burger out because we need this, and now we're getting behind here, and now we're getting behind here. It's there's you can kind of get that here, but because it's sort of a shared task, anybody can sort of pick up where the slack is is sort of. Like, okay, like, oh my God, like we're going into an asteroid field. Okay, I'm going to go grab the wheel and then you guys know what to do kind of thing. Um, and that's that's probably a lot of the secret sauce that, you know, it's the stuff that you don't think about. Um, you just kind of do. And that's that's probably where the game excels. And that's probably why it's, it's a little bit easier to sort of relax and play this game. Um, like you said, but when it goes wrong, it's... It's not... It's never usually your fault. Right, like... It is, it is, but it isn't like, it's usually like you made a choice about something and you made the wrong one, but at the same time it, it, yeah, I don't know about that one. I I think more importantly to that, we made the wrong choice as opposed to other games in the genre where it's like you screwed up. I could point to you and say, LOL, you screwed up. This is your fault. You missed that flip or whatever, where it's like, this is like, when we run out of gas, we run out of gas. Like we had a discussion right. before we left, like how much gas are we going to get? It was like, well, we'll get this much, and, and I said, screw it, let's go. Like this, this is what we'll do. So it's, it's so when we when 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 you fail in space lines, it's a team fail almost every time. I think, and it, and it's always kind of funny the way it happens. It's just like. Oh crap! Like the inspector's here, and like there's one dude that's just like about to like crap himself, and you can't find the bathroom, and then he just pukes everywhere, and then like oh crap! Okay, how we gotta clean this up? And it's it's like it's it's not always your fault if that makes sense. And again, and that's kind of frustrating, but it it's I think it's I won't say it's better, but it's just different than the aspect of like okay, this person failed if that makes right. Sense. It's, it's just different, and I prefer the team fail over the you fail right and and like with overcooked it's it's tough because like that game starts out and it's like okay like i could play this with anybody but then very quickly not halfway yeah like not even halfway a quarter through that game it's like okay like you got to know what you're doing now like like, this is this isn't a game anymore (laughs) this is life okay this isn't a game anymore no you're exactly right because with the space lines i already know this is not a game like I'm, right. I'm playing this with other gamers. Like this, this is not a game. Like person on the couch, like please leave. This is I'm playing a game right now. Whereas Overcooked is the first few levels. It's like yeah, this is this is fun for for the family, and then you no longer have a family. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's interesting. But all right, Space Lines from the Far Out. I think it's fair to say that play this. This is this is great. This is a fantastic game. It's it's a sleeper game that I, according to how long to beat, not a lot of people are playing and and they should. They genuinely should. This is a it's not a sleeper hit. Um I, but what see I don't I'm super confused. I I just hopped on to the reviews. This has a 3.2 according to Microsoft. Granted their reviews are not 
smart. Um, if you rank if you rank this game a one or a two star, you're an idiot. I, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> I I don't believe you, and you're an idiot. There you no, go. No, you, you heard it here first. Not. You're no. an idiot. We're, we're, we're having our own. Um, is it Remnant from the Ashes? Is that the game that the guy called us dumb about? Yeah, yeah. He he's he was very upset. Yeah, about yeah. It. yeah. I, I, I'm that guy for this game. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's game of the year, but there's such a fun factor here. There's such well-intentioned gameplay design that that works throughout here that this is, you can't rate this lowly and I can only highly recommend it. Yeah. And I'd be interested to see what it, what it's doing on, on steam and stuff like that. Cause like I guess it's not perfect by any means there. There's some frustrating stuff. Um, I think sometimes like the, the feedback from the customers can be better. Uh, but it's never been a situation to where like the game doesn't end if the customers aren't happy. And I think that that's a key aspect of, of it is that you need to do better. You just need to figure it out. But it's like I said, it of one. Come on. Come on. All right. That's going to do with this episode of Game Pass or Pass. Play Space Lines from the far out. Let us know what you like. 574-651-9256. When it comes to the future of this show, uh, we're going to be talking about some Ravenlock. We're also going to be talking about some The Big Con. Um, we might be doing a dual episode with uh, The Big Con. We haven't really discussed it yet. Um, so there might be a, a mystery third game uh, in there, but some stuff that's on the docket. What, what? Call, call to action. New crewmates for Space Lines. And can someone listen to all the episodes and say if, if I talked about Darkest Dungeon yet? Because I, I still don't know. Um, I looked it up and we did not, but I swear to Bob, we all did. Right, well, I, th- I swore well, we talked Bob's about that. Bob's a dead we man now, that game. thanks to you. So I'm sorry, Bob. Um, but I don't know. But Darkest Dungeon 2 is out now, correct? Yeah. Not, not that, not that it's going to disqualify it, but uh, not on um, Xbox yet, right? I think it's PC I only. I think that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, I, I again, I'm not saying this to be a jerk. I keep forgetting you don't have a PC. Like we've we've done this weird thing where we've swapped brains now, to where I'm f- like I even got the gamer chair and everything, and I'm like, yo, PC games forever, and you're just like, yeah, I got a PC, and I'm kind of okay with it. Like you want to build one, but you're like, eh. Like, and I'm just like, let's go. Like, <laughs> it's not that. I, it's not that I'm like, eh. It's just that I, I need to buy it all at once. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the the. I'm gonna buy the power supply on a Monday, and then two weeks later buy the GPU. Like, I just need to get the cash and just. And what? Here's what's gonna happen. You're going to get a text message from me. It's gonna be, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> point me to this so I could just buy the things because I already got the parts picked out for the most part it's just and I can get I, can, I, I could I could drop money for the GPU right now I'm just like I don't, but I don't then I'm just sitting here with God, the it's, GPU it's such a, yeah. like I don't the, the GPU market is like while it, the prices have come down like NVIDIA really pooped the bed with the 4000 series and it's it's tough out there. Like, and I guess like, I guess you're coming from the aspect of too, your machine was old enough that like, you really probably can't bring anything forward. I just did a new build and I was able to, originally I was going to be able to bring half of it forward. But unfortunately now I've only thing I wasn't able to bring forward or was able to bring forward was the, the graphics card at this point. The only, but that's the most the important thing. That's the most yeah, the only thing that's coming yeah. is, is the hard drives. Everything else is gone. It's, right. it's an entirely new build. I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. I just need to, uh, I just want to stand it all at once type of thing. 
So, and I, I believe our, you're an, you're an NVIDIA Intel guy, right? Uh, only because that's how it's worked out. I'm not against AMD. So what I'll say is, is like genuinely, this is not great on the topic here. Now's the time. Like the NVIDIA 5000 series is is dirt cheap. And see, the, the problem is, is like right now, the high-end graphics card market, you should not, you should not participate I, I, in. You should not own a 4090 or a 4080. They're way too expensive for what they are. I, I never have. Like, I often went for medium-high builds because those games run most things. And they usually, well, in the past anyway, because this PC lasted me a decade. And, and, it just la- and it, you know, it was one of those things where if you build it right with the right parts, it will last you quite a quite quite a few generations. So I'm really not chasing the high-end trend, especially with... The fact that things are just so horribly optimized. I don't need to play AAA games. I don't like playing AAA games. So it will be another but that's, medium but that, that's, high end. Yeah. That market is now like a 4070 is 600 bucks. And it's just like, wait, what? Like, and a 4070 is, is not considered high end. Like it's, it's such a weird thing, but it's also like the, the Ryzen series is, is fantastic. Like it's, what's, what's strange is like, I've always been an AMD processor person for the first time in my life. I went Intel though. (laughs) And I don't know how that happened. Um, But it's, I almost recommend people be like, you know what? Build your main PC now, but go with just like a, a medium graphics card. Go with the 6750. Like it's, you're, you're going to be able to play 1440p 80 to a hundred frames. Like that's, that's great. Like if you're looking for all the bells and whistles though, it's insane. It's absolutely insane to build right now. Like I want to get a new GPU. I've got a 3060 Ti and my upgrade would probably be a 4070, but it's only got 12 gigs of RAM in it. And it's just like, well, that's stupid. Like I'm not going to spend $600 on a gimped card already. So it's, it's, it's dumb, but that is not space lines from the front. That, there's your graphics card. There's, there's your PC minute. So, right. That's going to do this episode of game pass or pass. Don't buy, don't build a PC or build a PC. Do whatever you want. Five, seven, four, six, five, one, nine, two, five, six. Let us know if you built a PC. Uh, all right. We'll see you next time with either Ravenlock or the big con. Good day, sirs.